0: Good morning, everybody. I appreciate you guys all for being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking in Cars with DJs, uh, a subset of the Talking Check podcast, and I am your host, Feline of Nine. Good morning, everybody. Appreciate you being here to celebrate with us the ARC Fall uh, launch of Voyager Part 4. It is the August ARC, the grand finale. I'm joined on stage by my dear friend and brother from another mother uh, from Server 24. It is Bubba Joe. Good morning to you, buddy. How are you?
1: I'm doing all right. How about yourself?
0: I can't complain. I've been up a little bit longer this morning. uh, I just tried to get. Yeah. I don't believe
1: that for a second.
0: You know, crazy enough, I went to bed early last night. It was lovely. I actually feel rested this morning. Uh, So it's, and you know what? It's a good thing, too.
1: If you can't find something to complain about, you're not really trying it with this arc.
0: Well, hell, I didn't say I wasn't going to complain. I'm just saying I feel rested. You said you
1: can't complain. You said I can't oh, complain.
0: I can't complain about how I feel. Okay,
1: oh, okay. I
0: can't well, that's, complain that's about different. how I feel.
2: That's different.
0: That, means, that being said, there are <laughs> there are plenty of things that we can fuss about this morning, and uh, we'll have an opportunity to do that here shortly. As Emperor Echo will be stopping by here in just a little bit. Uh, to answer some questions, uh, and I do have a full list of questions uh, that I sent him even before this arc launched. Bubba Joe, so there there are questions that I've got, uh, and some inconsistencies in the patch notes with the information that was shared with me a week ago. So we're going to dive into all that. But what we can do right now is uh, is give players a little bit of 411 on a couple of bugs that are presented this morning, and then we'll talk about some of the mechanics that are presenting this month. And hopefully by that time, we will have Emperor Echo on stage. Just as a quick reminder, I will remind folks that this month's August faq forum is now open and unlocked uh bubba just as a housekeeping note i feel like most people have really enjoyed that new style of faq room with the forums instead of just you know an open chat uh you guys liking that forum is that working better for you guys to find the information you guys need to find yeah, good. I'm I'm glad you guys are liking that. Well, that is open for the August Voyager Part 4 arc, so you guys are feel free to uh post your questions and uh share answers there as you go on. So, Bubba Joe, let's start with bugs this morning. Unfortunately, the Armada ghosting bug is back. I am going to at this time recommend that everybody save your directives. What is happening is the exact same thing, Bubba, that happened last month, which is you can start an armada and it will get stuck in battle and it will not complete. What it looks like when you scan it after that's over and done with, what it'll look like is an armada floating in space with zero hull, all right? That is a ghost armada do not sink directives because, unfortunately, Baba Joe, it is allowing you to sink directives into a Ghost Armada. Uh, if you find a regular Armada, uh, or not even a regular, but if you find a good Armada, one that is showing hull, you can run it, but it is also at the risk of it also becoming stuck. Um, and because it is becoming stuck in battle, it will not pay rewards, nor will it generate a battle loss. Now, last month, players who did initiate an Armada that got stuck did eventually get the rewards. So I'm not going to recommend a ticket for those players at this time. But if you sink directives into a ghost Armada, then uh, you'll need to file a ticket to get your directives back. My advice at this point, Bubba, is don't do it. Don't run Armadas because this is the exact same bug that we had last month that got fixed. I mean, Bubba, what, a week ago? I'm pretty sure it was Monday, so eight days ago they just fixed it and now it's re-presented.
1: I'm sure sure uh, Echo feels like uh, Lando on Cloud City.
2: They told me they fixed it. It's not my fault. Well,
0: and it's not his fault. I mean, he doesn't fix bugs, you know. I mean, that's a a fair thing for Echo, you know. I mean, I, I have to feel like some days he just wants to slam his head into a brick wall, because yeah, I got the same communication he did. They're fixed, and here we are yet again. You know, I, I just this this level of implementation, call it competency, call it quality control. I, I just don't get it. I it's, really it's, don't like it's, and it's a and
1: subset. It's a, it's a subset of that actually. It's version control. They have no control of their version control, and things that get fixed late in an update don't get added to the next update. And this has been something that has had plagued this game since its inception. And you know, we've been lucky that there have not been critical fixes that have had to roll out to the game late in an arc, where this is something that you know would you know we've had relatively stable builds late in an arc, so that there was no version control to worry about. But this is the same problem we have had. For the entirety of this game. And, it, well, and I have I get not gotten that. any better at it. But, you know,
0: I, I am reminded of a conversation that I had with Ripper when he says that this is not about version control. And I—and I, I, it does make sense to me, right? Like, somebody's working on something to deploy. Somebody else fixes something. But but then the wor- the person who's working on the new patch is not getting that updated code for the bug that got fixed. It does make sense, but Ripper has actually said in the past that this is deeper. It is a more complicated issue than just version control. So I I don't understand. I I just don't understand this level of of lackluster implementation. But nonetheless, the bug that they fixed eight days ago is back. Now, the good news is on that, Bubba, they've already fixed the bug once, so it's probably not going to be a wildly difficult or long-term thing to, to put back together. All right. It'll probably be patched this afternoon, but that doesn't help the players that are trying to run armadas this morning, you know, and it certainly is Gary. When you think about the new feature this month is armadas, you know, so uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but I did want to point out the, uh, the ghosting issue with the armadas, Uh, I have received a few scattered reports. Now, I've not been able to substantiate this claim, but I am seeing a few scattered reports that cloaks are persistent, Bubba Joe, which could be fun for some players here early. Obviously, that will also be patched. Um, But if you cloak a ship and then attack somebody, allegedly the cloak is not falling. (laughs) So you will keep your cloak for the duration of, of the cooldown, uh, or the timer on the cloak, which is
2: kind of funny.
0: And I would, you know what, just for fun, just for fun community, because if you can't laugh, what can you do? Go wreak some havoc this morning. Okay. Go wreak some havoc this morning. Your, your cloaks are not falling when you kill somebody. So go have some fun. Obviously it's going to get, it's going to get patched up really quick. But attacking somebody, Bubba, is not actually discontinuing the cloak. You'll get it for the duration of your cloaking timer. Um, Some people say, finally, cloaking working as intended. (laughs) Bubba, uh, just for a fun little 60-second hypothetical piece here, is that not kind of cool, actually? Like, would that be a cool thing to keep, is to keep a cloak? No.
2: (laughs) I like it. I think it's fun, but you know,
0: whatever, whatever. Right now, go have some fun, folks, because that's that's a fun, that's a fun, silly little thing, and and obviously it'll be fixed. But at least that one you can have some fun with, okay? Um, there are a range of other smaller bugs that are presenting in the game. Some players are having trouble with recalling and docking. Like it, it'll get to your station, but that it won't actually dock in. Uh, there there are a couple little things for those players, which that is not. A huge source of tickets right now. It's not a huge source of complaints. So I would just double check and make sure that you guys have your client updated. Um, even Apple users go in and double check your client because I think that they did a little bit of tweaking. Uh, even though the Apple client was launched um on Saturday, uh, I think there might be a new client this morning, even on Apple. So go double check that. Um But uh, other than that, Bubba, I'm not seeing anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is one more. Um, For those of you who were late getting your Voyager and just now doing some of the missions from last month, Silver Scar Part 2 is also broken again, Bubba Joe, uh, requiring you to go to the token lock system so that you can unlock the token lock system. Which doesn't work. Um yeah. What? So Silver
1: you can't yeah, you can't, can't go to the system locked by a token to get the token that you need to unlock the system? I'm sure that it, works.
2: Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Um which which was a bug with last month's arc arc launch if you guys remember Silver Scar part 2 specifically was fixed on arc launch last month and uh that exact same Bug has populated again. Woo. Fun days ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, with that, uh, that concludes the uh, the bugs portion. That is all I'm aware of. We will get Emperor Echo in here shortly to discuss with him where they are uh, on that. Bubba Joe, let's uh, hop into officers this month. too. new Voyager officers, Epic Seven of Nine, and Rare Neelix. Let's start with Epic Seven of Nine. Uh, Both of these officers being below-deck officers, okay? Uh, Neither one of them have a captain's maneuver, and that's probably fine, Uh, at least given the version of Seven of Nine that we've got. Obviously, we know that she is eventually capable of becoming a captain. This is an officer that, Bubba, I can foresee a duplicate of in the game. I can foresee uh, Epic Captain Hansen. For example, a pick officer in some future form of content, I can see that happening. Uh, happening, okay. Um, but right now, we have Voyager's version of Seven of Nine. She is a below deck officer with her officer ability being to increase critical damage against any armada target. That's not just uh, formation armadas, Bubba. It's not just FKR. It's not just solo. It's any armada target, and this goes back now i know Bubba. i did listen back to the last show some people thought that i was a little bit scattered even you told me that that second segment was a little bit like a little bit zigzaggy, right but i think that hopefully if if players were able to follow me you know jumping around like a skittish rabbit that the general sentiment was we're all about damage here okay we're all about damage and seven of nine is reinforcing that fact Bubba joe You had mentioned that we have two-thirds of a great new Voyager-based armada crew. Do you feel like we now have the third piece?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think this is a, a really solid addition to that. And I think that the rest of the Voyager crew give you some options. If you decide you don't want to go this route, you have the potential to put one of the other officers up there for maybe some artifact shard gain, or you decide you really need some mitigation or you need some piercing. Like there's a lot of really useful tools that you can use in structuring your Armada crew to do exactly what you want it to do.
0: Well, I do think that as far as a bridge officer, she's going to pair very nicely with Chakotay and Janeway. And of course some team coordination going to be needed there because obviously We're still going to recommend that at least one of your people bring, um, a a whole breach officer, but hopefully after this month's event store, you guys will be able to do that much more reliably on the lower deck. And, and that Baba Joe is probably the most exciting to me is that you can actually run. Everybody could run this crew and you could still have your whole breach, uh, on the lower deck. Moreover, it might even provide some simplicity to some teams over that coordination because, no, you don't need everybody to bring whole breach. But if the standard loadout, for example, and I'm just going to use this crew as, a, as, a, as an example, if a standard loadout is Chicote Janeway 7 with BLT under deck, then who cares if everybody brings BLT under deck? You know, at least you're guaranteed. Heck, you don't even need a maxed BLT. If everybody brings her, chances are the odds are in your favor that you're going to keep whole breach the majority of the time, even with tier two and tier three BLTs under deck on everybody's ship. So I think this actually provides a little bit of simplicity in organizing an army, uh, a formation armada, because you might not necessarily need to, to have somebody bring
2: this one officer and somebody else bring that one officer. You know what i I'm saying uh it feels good to
0: me uh to have what looks to be a really nice Voyager Armada based trilogy. And uh and that officer looks good. That is just the uh officer ability. Bubba Joe, let's take a look at the below deck ability because this is an officer that and we don't have a ton of them, but they do obviously exist. But this is an officer that has an ability below deck that comes from a completely different game mode, which is not Armada's, but PvP. Her tier one below deck ability is increasing Isolitic Cascade damage by 12% in PvP. Now, Bubba Joe, we were pretty praiseworthy of Captain Janeway
2: when she came out.
0: Isolated a cascade boost in P V E and we said, listen, ten percent is essentially literally exactly that. It's a ten percent net increase in damage.
2: Like there's no base we gotta worry about. What happened? DJ, you became you became echoey. Uh oh. All right, hang on, hang on. Do do I have you back? Yep. Oh, okay. Sorry, no. That that is my headphones. And guys, I told
0: you that is this very frayed and and damaged headphone adapter. I am going to take the picture for you. I am going to take the picture for you after the show because this is what Oliver has done to my headphones. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. Yeah, and I I I drive a stick shift, so I went to change gears. I was coming up on a stoplight, Bubba Joe, and I bumped my headphones. So that, that's what happened. Uh, so. Let's uh, I don't know where you guys lost me, but I was talking about the fact that we were praising Janeway uh, when she had a 10% boost to isolated cascade damage because that 10% is a net 10%. Like it's, it's substantial, right? So if uh-huh. we're looking at seven, nine below deck, where at tier one, she's a 12% boost. To isolate at Cascade in PvP, I kind
2: of feel like that is also very substantial. But, I agree. I think, Joe, she's, I think this is like a well-rounded officer. So if we were we were kind
0: of looking at Seven of Nine, the epic officer this month, uh, and by the way, not that anybody's necessarily gonna get there right away, okay? But, yeah, Griffin, big potential, 12% at Tier 1. Anybody know where she's at at Tier 5, Bubba Joe? Is that in the patch notes? I believe it is. 50%. Holy smokes, Bubba Joe. In PvP, by the way. That's big time. Okay. So, I think 7 of 9, at least. I mean, Bubba, I, I, you know, it is frustrating. When the game presents this way, it's frustrating when lots of things go wrong. It's frustrating when things don't work the way they're supposed to. And then it's frustrating to turn around and and, you know, reward them with money. For example, there's seven new primes this month. I mean, it, there there's going to be a lot of potential for people to spend this month uh with seven new primes. But now let me tell you something. This officer actually looks good. Right? I mean, I I it, it's frustrating and it, it's almost borderline ethical Baba Joe for me to feel solid about spending money on a game that is so broken most of the time but this this officer just looks slam dunk to me
1: I agree seven on looks very good
0: Baba Joe doesn't seem to offer uh doesn't seem to be willing to offer
1: much more commentary than that are you, you just you're I'm just waiting in love. for my chance I'm waiting for my chance to rail against Scopely
0: Okay, well, then, okay. so then let me let me have sixty seconds. Somebody put me on a clock. He wants to rail against Scopely because of our rare officer, and that is Neelix. His officer ability will increase the cost efficiency of deuterium canisters for Voyager, which is not a bad thing. I, I to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know if that I wish that was a below deck ability to be perfectly honest with you. I okay. wish. That was a below deck ability because we have a pretty good crew for the bridge for Voyager for killing those bio ships. But nonetheless, if you are struggling with deuterium, if you're struggling with biotoxins, then he can help you stretch that supply. Where Bubba Joe wants to get very fussy is that Neelix has a below deck ability, which is burning. Now, Bubba Joe, let me ask you a question. Are you fussy? about the below-deck burning ability being disabled if Tal is on the ship. Is that why you're fussy? Nope. Are you fussy that we can't cheese the game and combine Tal with, with Neelix so that no hostile in the game could ever
1: survive more than five rounds? It's actually like four rounds, but no, that's not why I'm upset.
2: Well, golly,
0: I can't imagine what Bubba Joe is so upset about. Bubba Joe, can you please tell us where Scopely missed the narrative narrative ballpark here?
1: Neelix is a morale officer. That's his flipping title on the show. There is no excuse. None. There is not a single reason anybody could ever use to justify Neelix being anything other than an officer based on morale. If you're going to release officers that have a morale-inducing or morale-based ability, Neelix has to be the center point of that. There is no justification to giving that ability to anybody else if you're going to introduce Neelix. When Harry Kim came out, I was certain I would have been 100%. I would have bet you thousands of dollars that we were not getting Neelix because there's no justification that a game that has a Star Trek license that is making a Neelix officer is going to give the morale ability to somebody other than flipping Neelix. The only justification to giving Harry Kim the below-deck morale officer ability is Neelix isn't coming in this iteration of the game. But since they're making Neelix, they completely foobarred this entire arc. The entire thing is epically stupid of epic proportions. I cannot believe that they would foobar this this badly. It's like they've never watched a single episode of Voyager.
0: Okay. For the record, community, and I I see a lot of support for Bubba in the chat. I also see, oh, well, it's just narrative. Who cares? Listen, narrative is important to a lot of people. All right. It's important to me, too. And for the record, I am on Team Bubba on this. Okay. I am on Team Bubba on this because I agree. When, When Harry Kim came out, as morale, you could only assume that Neelix wasn't coming, okay? And that would have justified it, right? But the fact that he is here, that's just a big miss for me. Now, listen, we could, Baba Joe, make a a a left field tie-in that he burns food. <laughs> we could make a left field tie-in that his girlfriend, Cass, burns and explodes everything, okay? I mean, Neelix was famous at burning food. Every single episode, his kitchen was on fire, all right? That being said, Bubba, if, if honestly, and I, I, know, I know the answer to this, but I'm just going to put it out there. If, if Echo comes out here and says, yeah, we thought it was funny because he burns food, is that going to be enough of a narrative play in for you? To be no. like,
2: <laughs> oh, so, you so poor guess, thing. So I guess, so I guess, this month we can agree. We can just, I mean, since we are burning forward, we might as well just burn engineering and narrative down as well, right? Seems appropriate.
0: <laughs> well, engineering is doing a fine enough job burning themselves down. Um, so you know, oh
1: um so i I get that there are going to be people so from a functional standpoint i get people are going to be upset that he's not going to work with tal and they're not going to be able to do this loop they wanted to be able to do and i get it this was the only way we were going to get a below deck burning officer is to disable him against tal but as i said on the last podcast while tal is good
2: tal's not the problem Pike is the problem.
1: And so we are going to, Scopely is going to continue to have these sorts of problems as long as Pike and Picard exist. Now they double down and put Picard, one of the most sought after officers in the entire game because of the popularity of the character and the capability of his ability. So they doubled down. They've completely backed themselves into a corner here. We are going to have more of these problems where they're going to introduce an officer and go, ah, oh, crap Pike again. So Scopely is going has backed themselves into this corner, but this was the only way we were going to get a below deck burning officer because Pike Moreau Tao would have been far too powerful in hostile grinding.
0: Oh yeah. Pike Moreau Tao oh. could have actually been as as dangerous, if not more dangerous, than Pike Moreau Chen. And and there wouldn't have been a level cap. That would have been the new G5 and G6 grinding crew, hands down, bar none. It would, and I've gotten a lot of messages on this, and I know that the community, some people don't understand it, Bubba Joe. And, and for those people, I, I hear you. And I'm telling you, please trust me, please trust Bubba when we tell you that it would be extremely mathematically detrimental to this game. The math is, is correct. Okay. The, as you heard me say just a moment ago, there is not a single hostile in the game. Armada included, if I'm not mistaken. Does Tal work on Armada? No, he doesn't. He does not. Uh, not a single hostile in the game that would survive longer than four rounds, people, if you allowed Tal to function with 100% burning below deck. it it They had to offer this exclusion. And I got to be honest with you. Uh, not only am I glad that they did it for the strategy and the meta and the interestingness of this game, not only am I glad that they launched it this way, Bubba, but I'm going to go a step further and say, turn the page, Scopely, and start looking for these dangerous forms of interaction uh, all throughout the officer catalog. And let's start with a few more of these styles of restrictions. Call them nerfs if you want. But you know what? Ripper, Bubba, and I are all on record saying the never nerf, always buff model does not work. It is not healthy for a game. And there has to be officer rebalances. There has to be interaction rebalances. There has to be exclusionary lists in this game for it to remain healthy and for new content to continually come out and be fresh and interesting. How interesting would it have been if no matter what, Baba Joe, for the rest of time, Pike, Moreau, Tao, and Neelix would be your hostile grinding crew. It would have been as bad, if not worse, than Pike, Moreau, Chen and I think yeah. Scopely needs to needs to really take this ball and run with it.
1: Yeah, so Pike muro Chen has limits, right? Um right, all all all, quote unquote, Pike muro Chen is doing is severely limiting the damage you're taking in battle. But it eventually the damage is going to catch up to you and eventually there's an amount of damage that is going to overcome that relative to the power of your ship, right? Um Pike Murrow Tau was basically the battle ends in round four. Like just, it just ends in round four and that's the problem.
2: Yeah. I mean that, that was it
0: Pike Murrow Tal If you had burning hundred percent of the time, which an can do, it was mathematically 100% whole strip in round four. All right. So that's, that's what it was. And, and so I'm sorry that some people were like, well, that was the only reason I wanted him. well, yeah, you wanted them because that would have been the super easy and cheesy way out. It's just not possible, guys. It's just not possible. All right, um, those are your officers. Those are the only two coming this month. Um, that is Epic Seven of Nine and Rare Neelix. As far as Neelix is concerned, I have not been guaranteed a specific free to play path, but I have been told that sourcing is generous. Uh, and I, I do know this Arc Runner. Uh, we I, I know his work in the past. I would be surprised, Bubba Joe, if most of us don't secure an unlock. But if you see his shards, I would just take every opportunity. If you see his shards in engagement, I would make sure and take every opportunity to complete those events, whether they're ticketed, whether they're uh, mission-based, whether they're heroic, uh, whatever it is. I would imagine that there are going to be a lot of shards to swim in this month. But take every opportunity that you can to ensure that you are able to get him as he will not be in the event store, nor will he be in the Voyager recruit chest yet. Okay, and that Voyager recruit chest is uh, what is coming from the new Rare Formation Armadas, which we'll talk about here in just a moment. All right. um, We now are joined by a special guest. On our stage, and we haven't finished talking about everything mechanically, so uh, we'll continue with the teaching in a moment. But first, I would like to welcome our guest to the stage, uh, community manager and emperor of the galaxy, Echo. Good morning to you, buddy. How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you doing, DJ? Sorry. I'm
0: oh, you, you sound tired.
3: I'm still working on my first cup of coffee. I'll bounce back in a 20 <laughs> minutes or so.
0: so small <laughs> words
3: for me, please
0: uh small words all right well i guess we could uh just give everybody an update on the bugs list uh obviously the ghost armada's bug that you guys just fixed eight days ago is back because engineering seems to struggle with sharing code and version control and all these other things uh i would imagine since you guys have already fixed it once it should be easy to fix again
3: right um it should be something that we can tackle today we're currently looking into it and so as soon as i have updates on that and i'm sure you're about to bring this up as well the uh researcher and builder that people are not seeing i will be releasing that to everyone man words are really hard this morning i'm sorry i don't know why i fumbled that so hard
0: oh see i think i missed out on that one so wait you're saying second researcher and second builder cues are missing
2: for
3: some people they are
0: yeah
2: <laughs> Oh, echo. You know you're my friend, right? We're friends, DJ. I,
0: I know.
3: I yeah. Small words. Be nice to me this morning.
0: How, buddy? Just how? Why? How? Why?
3: How? People are saying they can't hear me. I got to boost my mic. Why? My mic is already as boosted as possible. It could be I'm just talking <laughs> lower than usual.
0: All right. I, I'm not going to ask this question. I, you know, I. I I said how I said why I said I don't get it, but I know that you can't offer anything on that either. I just you know this bug was fixed eight days ago. Why is it here today? You know, and I know you can't answer that. I, I just but you need to hear, you need to hear the frustration with this level of implementation. You just fixed this eight days ago. Why is it here today?
2: No, it's, I, it's I can hon- it's, understand that. It's it's
0: inexcusable to be perfectly honest with you. All right. Uh, Second builder, second researcher queues being worked on. Uh, Also, the silver scar bug is back. You remember that one from last month?
3: Yep. Yeah. Already being looked into as we speak.
0: All right. Fine. There we go. There's Um, bugs. I don't, I don't want to be fussy about any more bugs. I I just, because I know, I know this is as far as we're going to get, and I don't want to, I don't want to be fussy for everything else. Um, Well,
2: I'm just, me personally, uh, I'm just deeply, just deeply disappointed.
0: Disappointed is the right word. That is the right professional, courteous word, Emperor Echo, is it just feels like this arc launch, as has been the last couple,
2: have been wrought with disappointment. I, I, Echo, the community, the, the community team, you, said that we're trying to do better and
0: we're doing better and we're putting steps in place to be better the community isn't seeing it echo so where is the failure and where is the accountability and what specifically is scopely going to do to clean up their deployment
3: first up, the first thing to focus on today is just getting these things adjusted right so once that's in place we're going to be talking about this much more holistically on what's going on yeah. and from there I can give information but when something like this is going on DJ I can't answer a question like that because the focus is on making sure that this is
2: fixed
0: and i and i respect that you got to put out the fire before we can start the rebuild and i get that but we're now talking this is the third arc in a row with massive deployment problems and and i <clears throat> You know, it's this is the sloppiest that the game has been all year. Like for a while, it was it was actually improving. For a while, it was looking good, and now we're we're three months in a row with horrendous launch issues. It's extremely disappointing. It's just disappointing, you know, for a game that is as as in depth as it is, and a game that is as as monetized as it is, as as revenue generating as it is. There should be some some. Uh, there should be some budget to to invest in technology that prevents these kinds of failures. All right, it, it's just it's tough, man. It's real tough. It's not it's um, not a money
2: problem. It is not a tech problem. It is a people problem. Well, I've seen this happen. I've I seen I this. Know. I've seen this exact thing happen at other companies, even companies that I worked for. It was a people problem because there were no processes in place and. Even discussions happening resulted in pushback from the people that were like, well, this works for us. We don't really care. What are you going to do about it? This feels like the exact same thing. I'm not saying that's actually the case. I'm just saying this uh, reminds me of these things that I have seen firsthand happen at other companies before.
0: And and I know this is probably not a conversation that that we want to have. I, I I guess echo what I'm saying is you can hear it in Ripper's voice. You can hear it in my voice. I'm sure you can do the chat. Like this is frustrating. We're we're a little bit fed up with this level of sloppiness. We're we're very disappointed in a game that we love, in a game that 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 we're still here. I mean that has to tell you that we love this game because we're still here because. This level of implementation and this level of of quality is not typical. And it wouldn't be tolerated out of most other products at from a consumer standpoint. So we have to love you, Echo, or we wouldn't be here. We, I
3: understand. It, and I understand the frustration. It's very, very much well received.
0: All right. Um let's talk about narrative for just a moment Uh, i know this is a a goofy let's let's lighten the mood just a little bit let's talk about narrative um
3: i also have answers to all the things you asked yesterday
0: i'm gonna get to that here in just a moment let's address a few things here in the chat this morning uh narratively uh we'll, we'll be goofy for a moment neelix as a burning officer so tell me your interpretation of that uh as compared to him not being the morale officer, like you know, Bubba said this earlier, uh, and I'm not going to be as angry about it as Bubba was, but but, but, but if Harry Kim was going to be the morale officer, that would have probably set the expectation that Neelix couldn't make it into the game for one reason or another, right? Because Neelix was the morale officer. So if we had to give it to somebody else, that just must mean that we weren't able to secure Neelix's likeness or license or whatever. Um, but, yeah, surprise. Here's Neelix. So, you've watched Voyager. I know that the designers have watched Voyager. This feels like a narrative miss to me. Can you provide a little bit of insight into how these abilities got mixed up?
3: No, I think it's just a miss, like you said, right? I think that it's something that, you know, we were looking at the officers, we are looking at the abilities, and it was just something that we could have been better on. So... No, I don't have any more context on that. Like you said, it's ju- just something that our, you all are extremely invested, in, just like we, we are in Star Trek, and it's something that we just, we should have been
2: better off. Okay. Uh, I, I've been uh... hearing this for quite some time about, you know, why is
3: Harry Kim the morale officer, right? Um uh, could, I, I am, could, I,
0: could, could I ask a crazy question? Uh, and, and I don't know if this is possible. All
2: right. But can I ask a crazy question? What would be involved now that they're both out? What would be involved in, in flip-flopping them?
3: Because people have invested time into that specific ability. We can't just flip-flop them.
2: So offer... offer
3: of That is, a, that is incorrect. Offer I will tell a you
2: free how
3: and... Sure, yeah, we could essentially take the officers away from everybody, flip-flop them for the people that do want to, give them all that stuff. That
2: is not something that is most likely going to happen. Okay. All right. So let's um
0: let's come back to questions. All right, yesterday, um, we, uh, I sent you a number of questions regarding the new arc uh, mechanically and, uh, and specifically. And while we haven't talked about rare formation armadas yet this morning, uh, we can briefly just say that, hey, directives are coming every two weeks. That would be my first question. Your patch notes say in the seven-day chest. They are currently not there, although that's not wildly unexpected. They could pop later today. Um, but your patch notes and Beck's video do say that they're going to be in the seven day chest. However, the developer notes that you and I shared say that they're going to be in the dailies. Can you tell us where rare formation armada directives are actually coming?
3: Rare formation armadas are in the seven day loyalty chests.
0: Okay. So not in a daily, but in the seven day chest. Uh, and I presume that those will pop later today because they're not there now. Correct. Okay. All right. So fair enough. Now you guys know, and uh, for the record, I'm cool with that. I I said earlier, kind of six, one half dozen of another. I think I'm like 60, 40 on that. I actually think that I would prefer it in the seven day chest because a lot of players have the ability to, to drop a couple of those chests, you know? So that will help with acquisition and the engagement this month. I think that's actually a good move. So cool.
3: Yeah, the uh, maybe the mix up was and this could have been on me DJ is that the cosmic particles for the station tree expansion for 51 plus that comes in the third chest of the dailies.
0: All right, so the cosmic particles which we haven't even talked about the station tree expansion in other uh, long story short, uh you've got a 51 plus station tree expansion, it's just like The Galaxy Tree expansion, it's going to cost resources, materials, and a new Rodinium-style particle. It's called Cosmic Particles. It's literally, Echo, I'm presuming, the exact same mechanical model as uh, the Galaxy Tree expansion was, right? Resources, materials, and cosmic particles that are sourced in a daily, and presumably there will be some other sources eventually show up in various forms of drip in faction stores, et cetera, et cetera, right? Correct. Yeah, so that's really simple. Uh the station tree um is, you know, uh somewhat efficiency based, but there's gonna be some defense stuff in there as well. So uh anyway, that's that's pretty much 51 plus uh seven new primes this month, four of which are coming in the station tree, two in the combat tree, and I'm uh, sorry, four in station tree, two in combat, one in galaxy. Um and uh the four in the station tree are available, I think. Some of them, they start at Ops 30 and then go up, and the two in combat are also Ops 30. The Galaxy, I think, is Ops 30 or maybe 35, but nonetheless, you guys can take a look at those. I'm not going to spend time on seven new Primes this month. Um, of uh,
3: rega- differences with the Station Tree is that you can just hop right into it if, if you're at the Ops level for it. It's not like the Galaxy Tree expansion where you had to have everything leveled up previously. So... For anyone that is 51 plus that wants to just dive right into that research, they can.
0: Okay, so there's not a starting prerequisite. I'm sure that the tree itself does have prerequisites built in, but it doesn't have any prerequisites to start. Okay. Right, it's, it's a very normal
3: good research tree, just it's not like how the Galaxy Tree expansion was where you had to complete everything leading up to it, which was okay. a common uh, talking point when that was released.
0: Sure. All right. Uh, so shift gears over to the rare formation armadas uh uncommon uh, formation armadas are sourcing regular artifacts uh directly through their tri uh, tri wizard chest they're also sourcing standard artifact currency of which tuvok is assisting uh to as far as a loot gain officer there um and uh, starting them is paying paid currency that's what we get currently from an uncommon armada in the rare uh formation armada Echo, we've got a new currency. It's called Complex Nanotech. And let me start with question number one. Is Tuvok going to be modified to assist with the loot of the Rare Formation Armada?
3: Tuvok works specifically on the artifact tokens. It will not work on the Complex Nanotech. But however, Rare Formation Armadas also supply artifact tokens along with the Complex Nanotech and Rare ISO, or not rare, sorry, ISO Artifact uh, Shards for defeating all three of the nodes.
0: All right. So, uh, and that is accurate. If you scan a rare formation target, you'll see two currencies in there. The Complex Nanotech and Standard Tokens, which means that for just playing along, then you'll continue to get the same Standard Tokens that you've always gotten, plus now a drop of uh, the Complex Nanotech. The Complex Nanotech can then be taken into the Voyager Refinery, and uh or some refinery somewhere, I don't know where it is. Um, and there will be a chest that contains and this is all one bundle. This surprised me. I thought we were breaking out the bundles. This is actually a good thing, community, by the way, that it's all in one bundle. That way you only have to spend the complex nanotech once. But what's inside that bundle,
3: Echo? The bundle for complex nanotech. Sorry, I was reading chat yeah. at the same time. Yeah, Uh, There should be Voyager officer shards and rare fleet commander skill points and some other things.
0: Okay. And it's all inside one bundle, so presumably there's some odds, some guarantees, some rolls, et cetera, et cetera. Hopefully there's an info button there. I haven't seen it yet. If there is, uh, I haven't been in game yet, but hopefully there is an info button there. That would be great. If there's not, there needs to be. Uh, That being said, the complex nanotech will go in there, and that is... A long-term sourcing for all of the Voyager officers, except for Neelix and Seven of Nine. Um, I know you're probably not prepared to comment on this, but that is certainly a very viable spot for them to be added in the future to complete and actually check off the box for long-term officer sourcing for everybody in this arc. Right?
2: I mean, that's a, that I makes sense.
3: Ready to comment on that? I talked with the team, and they are absolutely open to adding them there. It's not confirmed. Um and generally how we normally do things is that the new officers are sourced, you know, through different event means, like we right. were talking about with Felix earlier. So the, the So not not okay. this month. Right, not this month, but they're not against adding them to that in the future. And if that comes to fruition, I will let everybody know. I also have been told from a little birdie that transporter patterns are going to see a little bit of love this month.
0: Oh, thank goodness it's over too. I'm so glad about that. Ah, uh, good, 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 good. New officers and transporter patterns coming this month. So that's good. and and for the record, I am not fussy about uh, no n- I'm not fussy about the contents of the nanotech bundle. okay? Now, I haven't seen the odds. I don't see the numbers. Ah, uh, it could be bad. I haven't seen the cost. I don't know yet, okay? But as far as the contents, I'm actually super glad that all the Voyager officers are in there. I think that's a good move. Uh, by the end of the arc, wrapping up a permanent sourcing plan for, you know, everybody that's come up to this point. Uh, I think that is actually something that we should not overlook. We escape arcs so many times, guys, without sourcing plans for other officers. This actually buttons that up kind of nicely. So with this particular design, uh, Emperor Echo, I actually uh, I actually do give you a thumbs up on on the Nanotech refinery bundle. Just kind of neatly tying everything up. It is the Voyager arc in summation, and it is the long-term sourcing plan, and I like that. The Tri Wizard Chest for rare uh, is not the standard artifact tokens, but it's now Isolitic artifact tokens and direct as well, right?
3: Yeah, the shards for Isolitic artifacts.
0: So and that we, is I
3: mean, a. In the patch I actually have them all listed of which artifacts are coming from what level formation
0: i know Uh, i saw that i was gonna send that to blue i'm sure he's already working on a new chart that is brilliant and i'm sure that blue who is a lover of information uh i'm sure he's gonna be very grateful for having that right up front uh i would also like to thank you for that uh mr emperor for having that done uh, right here at the at the very start. That way, players know what they what they can be working on. Now, the comp. This one's a little bit trickier, though, right? Because we are getting the the isolated artifact shards from our armada of choice. But unlike the uncommons, there is actually an incentive to punch up here, right? Because of the complex nanotech and um the starter chest, right? The starter chest and what even the participants chest is carrying premium artifact loot.
2: Is that right?
3: Let me double check that.
2: I know that I there's premium artifact tokens to somewhere. That.
3: I've been so good about all my information. Let me just confirm that.
0: Yeah, I know. And, and, and in fairness community, I don't know either. There there are premium artifact tokens somewhere <laughs> in this loop. I think it's oh, from the starter oh, chest.
3: The, the Premium artifact tokens are in the complex nanotech chest. That's where they are. Uh,
0: Okay, so what comes in the starter chest then? Probably more nanotech?
3: Yeah, more nanotech.
0: Okay, all right. That makes sense. All right. So, so you know, there is there is an incentive to punching up there a little bit, um, but also keeping in mind what isolytic artifacts you want to chase and giving players a secondary source of isolytic shards outside of just Voyager, which should help speed that up a little bit. So I again, with regards to the nanotech refinery, I'm and, and you know, I'm I'm cool with that. Um, the, uh, the directives, of course, as we mentioned, are going to be in the seven day chest and events and battle pass will source a couple of extra starts this month. Uh, echo from what I got in talking with this month's arc runner, I would say aside from the seven day chest, which are going to allow players to get two uh, this month, even if you didn't have any tokens banked, it's basically, uh, half the directives every single week. So instead of one uncommon start a week. Uh, we're going to get one rare start every
2: two weeks, and I think that that time frame is... is. You always want quicker. Uh, uh, yeah, we
0: always want quicker, but through events and battle pass, the Arc Runner has actually sourced, I think he told me between three and four, maybe, additional starts this month, so players could actually get as many as six starts this month on a rare, which I also feel is a reasonable and appropriate ramp up in its introduction month. So I think that is also thumbs up worthy uh, that we'll actually get a few extra dumps of rares this month to be able to start playing in and engaging with this new feature. Are there any secrets regarding rare formation Armada targets, Echo, that we haven't been able to see yet? I don't know if it's on stfc.space yet, but are these targets throwing isolytic damage?
3: Not throwing it, but they have a weakness to it. So there is an efficiency
0: in crewing and ship type that we should be looking at when approaching these new rare targets. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you, while we're looking at these targets, will the rare formation armadas be coded as Delta Quadrant? For example, will Voyager have an enhanced damage benefit? Or since they are Borg by narrative, will the Talon, have a damage buff against them, or is this pretty much just regular ships?
2: They're coded... No, they're Marauders.
0: Okay, so regular ships, then. No no yeah. Delta Quadrant buff, so no Voyager damage buff and no
2: Tally buff, is what you're saying. Right? Did I lose you? Yes, you did
3: for a second. Sorry. I'm under my desk uh, okay. trying to do something really quickly because everyone's yelling at me about my microphone. Give me a second.
0: (laughs) Okay. I mean, I hear you okay. Hopefully the recording has you okay. I can hear you all right.
3: I think it's a Discord issue right now,
2: but I'm just... Okay. Uh, Yeah, now he's in and out. So just let me know when you're back there, pal. All right. Is this better? Okay. Yeah, that does sound better, actually. So, in in summary, no
0: special uh, buffs from any specialty ships.
3: Not
2: that I'm aware of. I can ask about the Talios one, but I don't think it is. All right. Okay, so then let me ask... um,
0: Well, then, okay, so it's just going to be their... Target or their hostile ability—that's going to determine the ships and the crew that we want to take. Then, right,
3: right, okay. It should just be Uh, like um, uncommon formation armadas. Okay,
0: fair enough. Then, um, so that then that mechanic seems relatively simple. Okay, still four players per target. Uh, Killing all three is going to get you the Triwizard Chest, which is going to carry direct Isolitic shards, and uh, that is different than the standard. For uh, the uncommon formation, which is giving you the standard artifact tokens, these are now going to be the Isolitic artifact tokens, and uh, you know are pretty pretty important as we're approaching more Isolitic damage bonuses. Echo, let me change gears to something I, I am going to poop oh. on. Okay. Sorry,
3: one other thing, really fast before you start, as you said, poop on, pooping on things. Yeah. Um, day one chests that also have some uh, rare formation armor directors in there, so keep an eye out. And
0: I should also remind players that obviously, without a shadow of a doubt, there's going to be events. So don't go out there and blow these things early unless you're prepared to spend money for the later stuff. But obviously, there's going to be events. So when you get these directives, I would encourage you to uh, take a look at the calendar that will come out later today uh, and plan your directive spend accordingly, especially if you're going to approach this free to play, because you are getting some directives, but there will be events surrounding using some of those. So don't just go and blow them list okay. Uh, Echo,
2: what are, we, I, I've what are been, we pooping on?
0: I've been holding this in for a while. I've, I've got a nice steaming pile ready okay. for you this morning on I forbidden technology. Yeah, forbidden technology, man. Oh, what a yeah. fail! What a freaking fail! Like, let me just say, okay, I, I know that you and I have had conversations about how I feel about forbidden technology. Okay, I feel. As angry about it as I did assaults. I think it was designed that poorly. Okay. And we gave the feedback and we talked about it last month. And this month we got six new ones. And on top of that, we have no confirmed changes or anything, no confirmed changes for Q's benevolence, no confirmed changes to the to the Q's favor cap, no confirmed changes to the acquisition of Proto Matter, no confirmed changes to the acquisition of Tier Up Catalyst, no confirmed changes for anything that made this feature crap from the start. And now you're gonna do six more. By the way, epic and rare
2: that are paid only. Echo, change my mind. So, I mean, I don't... These are your thoughts
3: and your opinions. And like you said, we've had a lot of talks about forbidden tech between just you and me having chit-chats, right? And so, this is not something... This is not a topic that is... How do I word this correctly with my small brain this morning? Um, Basically, we're talking a lot about this internally. I know I was in a couple of meetings about it last week. We've seen and heard the feedback. It's been relayed. The... Again, I'm trying to think about how to word this. Sorry for the delay. Nothing is confirmed changed right now, and we didn't want to... The the, the team, as we've done in the past, likes to get data. They like to understand everything. I like data. I like to understand anything. And just going and snap-changing random parts of it are... Um, was was not just a ideal solution, right? If we're going to do something that is going to change Forbidden Tech, we want something that is well thought out and understanding of the feedback, what people are saying, and how it's going to address best address those things, right? So, I I hear you, DJ, and I know that we've talked about this, but just for everyone else, we hear you, and we're going to be continue talking about it. And any changes coming up, or if anything is planned to change, I will let everybody know. But I also do have something about the Forbidden Tech coming out this month that might decrease the amount of poo, DJ. I don't know if you want to share
0: it. Uh, no, I, I don't have anything to share. So.
2: Oh, I didn't know if you sh- read the
3: responses I put. Okay. Um, the One of the rare Forbidden Techs, the battleship-specific one, will be able to be earned through events in a meta that releases later this month.
2: Okay. So you're going to give one of the rares away for free. Correct. Well, okay, it's not, it's not for free. you have to earn it through events, but you, you know, if you want to phrase, I'm I'm
3: kidding. There was no, I, I don't know. I can ask about that. And if that is an option. Okay.
0: Um, all right. Well now, listen, I am always going to be around. I'm always going to be favorable of sourcing. Okay. So I,
3: that you're putting me in an ethical quandary. I know because I, I don't want that's why that was my that was my intent to make you really it, it's one of those things where you're sitting down in the bathroom thinking about it now well it, it, it it's it's I still hate the feature so much, okay, but
0: I am never, ever gonna turn down engagement based sourcing like never ever, okay so i I guess thank you for that. um however. While I appreciate that, I don't feel like it addresses the issue with forbidden technology, which is the catalyst and the chance. Um, I hear what yeah, I hear what you're saying. Two topics, right? Two different what, things. What are we What are we talking about? So the rares, and and what I haven't mentioned here yet, the the reason that that is better than just giving away um, a, a piece of forbidden tech, guys, is because if you unlock a rare this month, then it will also add an extra daily bundle claim that contains tear up catalysts. All right. And that's why I'm in a little bit of an ethical quandary because I'm saying, give us more tear up catalysts. Well, this does. All right.
3: But do we know how much it is? Do you know how much is in that chest? Still waiting for information on that. I did follow up on it. I'm just waiting to get details.
2: All right. Um, so I, okay. Rambo says it looks like 35.
0: Ain't in games confirming thirty five, so that's a little, uh, man. That's so slow. I mean, it, it's it's better than it was. Which again, you're putting you're painting me into an ethical corner because I've I've demanded more tear up catalysts. All right, and you're giving them, but it's like here's one more quarter piece of bread, you peasant. That's how I feel about it. I appreciate that there's more that there's more catalysts. Okay, I can't. I can't objectively and mathematically uh, want to turn that down, but it's still really bad, man. It's still really bad. What? Why is it? If if the designer, we, let's go back to that interview with Brandon last month. If the designer's intent was to be able to max an epic within a year, year and a half, then why aren't we taking the steps to ensure that that happens? Either that, or. He was just wrong in his predictions. But that's what you guys said. Scopely said, we're going to max, you're going to be able to max an Epic in a year to 18 months. The data echo that you're saying that you guys need, it does not support that, not in the slightest. You, are, you guys are years off in your, in your expectancy models, in your prediction models. So why are you guys controlling these catalysts? So tightly, instead of honoring the the prediction or the commitment that Brandon made to the community last month,
3: I, I don't have the answer to that question, DJ. I didn't design the feature, and that is something I would need to follow up on to better understand. Right? That wasn't in the list of questions, so I couldn't prep for it. Well, it was though. We we talked about tear up catalyst. We talked about right,
0: but that, uh, specific,
3: that specific thing of. That specific question is more, it was different. Regardless, right. I, 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 I don't mean to push back. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have answers for everything that you presented to me, and I just I, need to follow I, up. I appreciate, I appreciate that. So let me, let me wrap up with this then. Six
0: new pieces of technology, three of which will unlock an additional bundle that will improve your tier up catalyst. These uh, three rares that will unlock. The extra bundle uh, appear to be paying roughly 35, so you know, a small number, but nonetheless, it's extra. Uh, one of those rares will be sourced for free this month. Uh, through engagement, the other two will be paid. and um, that has the potential to increase your catalyst by a small number. Um, I would just offer the piece of feedback that with sourcing on those catalysts being so pitifully bad, Already, adding six new pieces of forbidden technology is only a further deterrent towards engaging with this feature, and that is my final opinion. Um, Regarding that extra bundle chest, does it cost anything, or is uh, is it just a drip? Is it daily free claim?
2: Still waiting to hear back on that as well, DJ. All right. That, that is, those are all the questions that I had sent
3: you. So, um, I
1: think there's, was, was that everything I'm just going go well,
0: to, I, I, I can quickly look
3: and I know you're in a car, right?
0: Yeah. You pretty much, you pretty much answered the other ones we talked about, um, oh, you're right. The we did it event order. store. yeah, we did it already. We talked about the event store officer shards, uh, and presumably seven of nine
2: and Neelix will not appear in the event store this month. Correct. So, Sorry, I, I got a ping somewhere. The what was in the event store?
0: Uh, Neelix and Seven of Nine will not appear in the event store this month. Is that correct? As far as I know, that is correct. They will not appear. Okay. All right, then, uh, community. I, I I am going to apologize, and 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 listen. I
2: I have,
0: um, and I hope Echo that you feel this. I know you and I have had tense interviews in the past. Uh, I hope that you don't feel like this is one. I'm not. No, uh, I'm not. I I'm not yelling. Don't. I think it's yeah. you
3: expressing your feelings.
0: Yeah, I'm not yelling and I'm not ranty today. But but there is a lot to be disappointed with here. And and on the other hand, there are some shiny spots here. Like like for example, and again, I don't mean to go back on this. I'm not trying to to you know end on a false positive or a happy note. But the the complex nanotech, I think that actually was designed well. It encapsulates the entire arc. It provides sourcing for everything. Like if you if you look at everything that was introduced this month, and Scopely is really bad at this, typically, guys. Uh, and I even mentioned this to you the other day, Gabe. Uh echo, sorry. Um, <laughs> Damn! So sorry. Um, as the first time, I, as the is first my time in my history ever, year you've done that. I, so sorry. You know, because I am—I am so sincere. You're my buddy. All right. Really, truthfully, <laughs> oh, I consider oh, I you a
2: friend.
0: I—I apologize. Um, <laughs> that being said, uh, truthfully, Scopely is typically bad at making sure that we have everything that came in an arc uh, on a long-term basis. A lot of you guys have talked about. Where is the sourcing for Janeway? Where is the sourcing for the doctor? Where is the sourcing for this? And this month, we have everything, right? We have everything. We've got isolated shards. We've got standard shards. We've got directives. We've got uh, the Voyager blueprints for new players up and coming. We've got the complex nanos for the officer shards. We've got um, you know, the standard artifact tokens. You've got the premium artifact tokens. You literally do, Mufasa. You've got sourcing. On everything related to this arc, now guys, I'm not going back and talking about Deep Space Nine. That's a problem. We got stuff to go back on. All right, and and yes, but yes, you got sourcing even on the dolomite particles to a certain degree. There, with regards to Voyager. Now, guys, stop. I am. There's a lot to poop on this month, but I'm not pooping on TNG Picard, and I'm not pooping on Deep Space Nine. All right, and Iron Man, I'm not going to poop on Neelix or Seven. It is absolutely precedent. That they're not uh, in an event store and they're not in the bundle. Like that never happens. That never happens. Okay. That is not precedent. I will come back and expect Scopely to follow up on that in the very near future about adding them into that Voyager chest. But the only two that are missing are the two that are this month. And that is not precedent. Having those two officers in that chest is not required this month okay and for that reason i i will be okay as a matter of fact i'll give you one more piece of positivity here then echo um because we are going to see the return all three weeks if i'm not mistaken we're going to see the return of the wildly popular expanded heroic paired solo milestones which should allow for very very good seven of nine sourcing this month is that confirmed
3: I believe so. I don't think that's changed, but you know how I feel about confirming something without seeing it with my own two eyes confirming. so like, Well, that's I remember, fair. I, I also believe that is the case. I remember seeing that, but let me just double check the schedule. Yeah, I, I, I mean, based on the schedule that you and I have shared,
0: that is there. Yeah. Uh, so, so, I mean, I guess things could always change, but it was this Arc Runner's intent to rerun the same uh, great sourcing that has been run uh, with Chakotay and with Janeway and even the Doctor, which I think is a great new model yeah. uh, and one that Griffin, I hope really sticks around.
3: Griffin, they tell me a lot. It's just I like to verify. And also, I don't remember everything all the time because I'm human and I don't have the best memory.
0: <laughs> well, and it's, it's also like six o'clock in the morning for you. All right, it's so, and uh, I haven't
3: even finished my first cup of coffee.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. So uh, so there are things to like, okay? I do think that the Complex Nanotech Bundle is a nice, gift-wrapped, long-term sourcing for the entirety of the Voyager arc with a bow on top. That I can give two thumbs up. I think that's a good long-term sourcing. And I think that the acquisition of Rare Directives is not too slow. I mean, it could be faster, but it's not too slow for for it to start off with. So I'm good with that. Um, I do find massive, massive, massive problems with forbidden technology uh, and just general engineering and technical implementation, you know, with the armadas breaking. Do we have confirmation that aside from the ghost bug, are the formation armadas with the Triwizard chest, is that fixed? Is that bug fixed? Echo? Where
3: pretty sure I put it in the patch notes. Let me just follow up that that was indeed the one that it was referring to, and that I had that correct, and I read it correctly. Oh, I might have missed that. I I did not I'm actually pretty see sure it. I had something in, the in there notes. again. I don't have the patch notes memorized. I apologize, but
0: now um, Snipes, here's yeah. the funny um, thing. Here's here's the funny thing. I don't think it's safe to do formation armadas right now. They might pay. They might pay the Tri Wizard Chest, but the Ghost Armada bug is back from eight days ago. Where they're getting stuck in battle. So, no, I don't think it's safe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, you go first. It in chat.
3: Fix an issue with the war <laughs> test for formation armadas would not be displayed in the battle report when all three nodes have been destroyed.
2: Echo, can I ask you a question? No. <laughs> you don't even know what the question is.
3: Yeah, but you don't like me.
2: <laughs>
3: That's funny. Sure. I'm just kidding. No, no, go ahead, Rep, of course
2: um why is it that every month on the website in the news section the latest patch notes are not in the featured section for
3: because we just changed the we just changed the website and i am not used to clicking the box that puts it in the feature section so i will go fix that
2: that happens every month though easy question just
3: irritating just click the box Yay, that's good. Uh, I'll I'll go click that box. You're right. I need to work that into my process. I need to be better about it. I'll click the box. All right, very good. Um, All right. Uh, Questions from the community.
0: I am actually late, so I'm only going to go like another two, three minutes here. Burning questions from the community, or, uh, and while those questions are coming, uh, Echo, do you have any uh, final comments, uh, commentary, message for the community? Uh, anything
2: that you want to deliver here while you've got the stage platform. you. Just that I appreciate everybody
3: reporting everything as soon as I woke up this morning so that I could follow up on everything. And as I have information on the known issues that we're tracking, aka the Ghost Armadas and the Research Builder and the Silver Screen, I will make an announcement for everybody. All right, um, and I care about. You. Be good. Thank you. I understand everyone cares and loves this game, and I understand people are expressing their feedback and their emotions and their potential frustrations in a open forum. I'm not taking it as personal attacks, and I also would thank you for letting me know so we can continue open two way conversation because it needs to, it needs to happen when things are good and when things are also maybe not so good, right? So. I am seeing a yeah. question in in the chat um and
0: and I feel like I would have the answer to this but we could Ooh. uh ask Echo. Uh the question that I've seen from four or five different people is is 7 of 9 going to be in the pay store. Now, my opinion on that is traditionally there are some packs, you know, like battle pass and and some other packs that might have a few shards, yeah. but it's usually it's usually not like an unlimited like you're not going to get this thing to tier 5 this month. Um are there pl- now now the reason that they're asking echo might be a good thing for for your team to know about because 7 of 9 looks like an incredibly valuable and well-rounded officer like her officer ability is good great. i think the officers
3: all arc have been good correct me if the i'm wrong of,
0: you know design wise the officers this arc have overall been pretty pretty stout i i don't disagree with that um you know even bubba said earlier that 7 of 9 presents the third piece of, of what he considered to already be two solid pieces for a new armada crew. And he said seven of nine does complete that set. There is a very strong, viable uh, armada crew here with Voyager. All the officers do look really, really good, which is why some players are asking, can we just buy her straight out? But I would imagine that it's going to be somewhat typical there's going to be engagement there's going to be the auctions there's going to be the heroic solo milestones there will be a pack or two that might have a few shards but we're not planning on just unlocking the floodgates and letting somebody tier five her this month is that correct that sounds correct to me man dj just do my job for me well guys that's that's a little bit of common sense that's a little bit of precedent okay so uh i i you know but if you were going to do something different then you know just know the players appear to be seemingly willing to drop a little bit of money on that particular officer uh, just because she is amazing and beautiful. Everybody loves Jerry Ryan. Like, she's amazing. Uh, yeah, she's gorgeous, too. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Look, Griffin says, shut up and take my money. All right. Um, anything else from Echo? How's Oliver doing? He's great. As a matter of fact, he wants to stream a new game tomorrow. Interesting. And I, yeah. And I am going to, uh, I'm going to reveal this to the community tomorrow. Uh, but all I can say is curse you curse you curse you. But it also I love care, you. DJ. I know. Thank you. Uh, it's going to be wildly ironic, extremely funny guys. Uh, while I've got your attention, tune in tomorrow morning for uh, a very special and exclusive stream brought to you by the one and only Oliver DJs my 8-year-old son who let me just tell you very let me give you a teaser and this is going to touch your heart more than anybody else's echo he cried he started crying and i said why are you crying he said i'm so happy he was bawling echo and i said why are you crying what's wrong he said it just makes me so happy yes he saw the artwork for seven of nine and he just burst into tears uh so uh guys we're gonna reveal that to you tomorrow and i do want to say a very special thank you uh to those involved and i'm not going to say any more than that just yet But tomorrow will be something very, very special to my eight-year-old son. And I hope you guys will join us. Uh, That being said, I would like to thank all of our panelists today. Bubba Joe on the early part of the show. Ripper, thank you to whoever was rolling tape. I don't even know who ended up recording this show for us. Uh, (laughs) So thank you for doing that and shoot it over to me when it's done. But uh, I appreciate you uh, so very much for being on our stage today of Talking in Cars with DJs. What's that, buddy?
3: Sorry, I saw Tiberius just saying hi. I apologize for interrupting.
0: Oh, that's all right. Yo, what's up, Tiberius? Thank you for being in the audience. Appreciate all of you. One and all for being on our stage uh, here this morning on Talking in Cars with DJs, a subset of the Talking Trek podcast, the official podcast of Star Trek Fleet Command. My name is Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat
2: person, saying meow for now. Love you, mean it. Bye, everybody. Have a great arc fall, and don't run armadas.